Hi there, everybody. I'm Jack Church, and this is my podcast, The Jack Church Show. Honestly, today I'm a little bit, pardon my French, pissed off. Now, I'm generally a pretty happy guy. Now, mind you, I've had a lot of down days since I lost my beautiful bride, Pam, a little over a year ago. But I try and keep a good, positive outlook on life. Because let's face it, making a choice between being happy and being sad, I'll take happy ten times over. But there's also those times when you're allowed to be sad, and you need to be sad, and you need to grieve. But as we've often talked about, we want to keep moving forward as well. I want to talk about something, though, today that, as I mentioned, made me a little bit upset the more I thought about it. And you know how that goes. You get something on your mind, you just can't get it out. It just really bugs you. Well, here's what bugged me. I lost Pam a little over a year ago. Now, again, when we talk about loss, it doesn't have to be the loss of a spouse. It could be that of a boyfriend, girlfriend, a child, a job, you name it. I I just always want to stress that I understand there are different levels of loss. But when you lose a loved one, one thing that always comes to mind is the support of family, friends, and if you're a member of, say, a church or a synagogue, something like that, you expect to those folks to be part of your support network. Well, in my case, Pam and I were active members of a local church, always have been over the years. Now, granted, this was a new community for us, and we had not been in this church very long. We were new to the area. But we jumped right in. In fact, I led two different Bible study classes for couples, and uh, Pam got involved in some different things. And then as she grew ill with the cancer in her bones and wasn't able to get around as much, the sweet thing would kind of assist me in my classes and things that I was doing. We even volunteered to help out in kids' church when Pam could barely walk. So I tell you that to let you know that we were very visible in the church and tried to help as much as possible. And in Pam's last couple of months, people would come over and and visit from time to time and They even dropped off a few meals, even though I continued to cook for us throughout the period. But then a strange thing happened. When Pam passed away, the church went silent. I mean, it went silent. It's been a year now, and I can count on one hand the number of times I was ever asked out to do anything. In fact, it was a grand total of two times in a year. And I realize we're in the middle of the pandemic, but we also had five months before the pandemic. And those first five months, you would really think people would have reached out. But the only thing I heard were crickets. Later in the year, I invited myself over to one couple's house and even made dinner for them just to have some type of contact with people. But again, as the year went by, outside of maybe an occasional call or text from a pastor, Nobody in the membership contacted me. I mean, nobody. I just found that so hard to believe because Pam and I prided, I mean, we did. Maybe it was a sense of pride. You're not supposed to be prideful, but we always wanted to help others. And Pam, I got to tell you, she was the master of helping others. If there was a need, she did it. And I think I took after her. I took her lead and I always tried to as well. And the months that followed after her passing, Oh, I would have somebody call me from a committee or whatever wanting to know if I could do this or that for the church, some type of 
uh, work project. And the first few times I said, okay, and I did it. Well, then there came along a project where we were to reach out to members in need on a, say, a weekly or biweekly call basis. And I thought, wow, nobody ever calls me. Why was I never put on one of these lists? Now, again, I'm not having a pity party, but I will tell you, it would have been nice to hear from somebody every now and then. Oh, did I mention too, I even asked to join one Bible study group because I just didn't feel up to leading a class anymore, but I still wanted to be part of a group. So I asked to join one particular group that was near my home. And can you believe they told me, they said, oh, gee, we'd love to have you, but we're all full up, maybe next fall. Really? One more person was going to put you over the limit. It was such a strange thing how everyone just seemed to abandon me. I don't know. Maybe they just overlooked it. Maybe they think men don't need support. Women do. Now, here's the other incredible thing. We have a grief support group, but of course it meets in the afternoon because the majority of widows and widowers are older and retired. Well, I still work for a living. I can't go to a 3.30 or 5 o'clock grief support meeting. Well, the leader of that group who visited Pam in her final weeks, would you believe I never heard a single word from the person that heads up our grief support network? Not a single word, just more crickets. Well, let's fast forward. We've now just passed the one year mark and we're in the middle of the pandemic. So church is online or you can go in person. And I've gone in person a couple of times. You, you have to wear a mask and be socially distanced and all that good stuff. So this past Sunday, I go to church. Again, it's been over a year now. I'm leaving the church, walking away. Nobody really says a word to me. I'm walking alone, and then the person who heads up our grief support network hollers from across the parking lot, hey, how you doing? I know it's got to be tough. Really? Over a year and you're just now saying something? And that's the best you got? Again, I know these are good people. They are. Forgive me for calling them out. They're good-meaning people but they just forgot one of the members. They really did. Well, and then today, guess what happens? I get a phone call from the call group checking on various members. They left me a voicemail and said they just wanted to make sure I was doing okay. Now, here's the point to all this. It's been over a year there was literally no contact from the church during that first year, not significant contact, not meaningful contact. And in those first few months, that's when I really could have used the support because we moved to this area without family or friends in the area, didn't have a chance to connect with people outside of the church much because Pam got ill. So the opportunity was missed if they wanted to support me in those first few months. Now, over a year later, well, you know, I don't know how I've done it, but I've managed to keep going and moving forward without the support of the church. And honestly, now that's why I said I'm a little pissed off thinking about it. But I want to take the lead from my lovely bride, Pam. 
And I'm not going to pin up anger over this or resentment because that would be wrong. So what did all this do for me? It reinforced my belief that when people are in need, I want to be one of those people that's there. I want to reach out. I want to offer support. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I have a YouTube channel. I want to reach out beyond even my local community and try and have an impact and influence others in a positive way, in an uplifting way. And that's what I want you to do as well. Maybe you've been abandoned by your church, maybe even friends to some extent. Thank goodness all of our friends, most of them are in other parts of the country, but they've been great through all this. They stay in touch. Those are true friends. My kids stay in touch. No problems there. But what I ask you is keep a positive outlook, even if you don't feel you're getting the support from your church or other people that you think. Find ways that you can give back away from those groups, maybe. Maybe find a different organization to get involved with. I did here. I found different people that I could help who I didn't know, had no connection with, and they were incredibly thankful for what I was able to provide. And of course, that feeling of helping others is something that recharges the soul. And I'm glad I'm able to do that now. And I really do hope this podcast helps in some way as well. So that's it for today. I'm not pissed off anymore. I'm going to have a good, positive outlook. And again, I forgive all those people in the church who forgot me. It's okay. Because what it taught me is, I'm not going to forget people, though. I never, ever will. So they taught me a great lesson, didn't they? Hey, if you've got questions or comments or something you'd like for us to talk about, I'd like to encourage you to drop me an email. It's at thejackchurchshow at yahoo.com. That's thejackchurchshow at yahoo.com. Also, as you download these episodes, you'll see a place there where you can also financially support the program. Again, if you so choose, it's greatly appreciated. If not, that's certainly okay as well. As we always say, have a great day. And you know what? Let's make it a better tomorrow. Bye now.